how far is too far to make your point? You'll be very familiar because of the news. Restore Passenger Rail have uh, spray-painted uh, MPs' offices in Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch and Dunedin calling for more inter-regional passenger rail. The Deputy Prime Minister's office was the latest hit. On the line with us is James Cockle. He heads up Restore Passenger Rail. Uh, thank you very much for your time, James. Hi, James. Hi, Simon and Tyler. Thank you for having me. Great to be with you. Pleasure. Now, it really is a pleasure. And so I know, though, by us getting you on the show, we will be bombarded with text saying, what have you got this clown on for? He's a vandal. Don't give them the airtime, et cetera, et cetera. But we wanted to get you on to put your point of view across. Now, obviously, you met uh, Transport Minister Michael Wood December 6, I think, and he said restoring passenger rail is not even in his top 10 priorities. Was that the catalyst for these protests? Yeah, so so our representatives, representatives met with him. He said it wasn't his top 10 priority and that it was too expensive. And that's a government that's just overseen a trillion dollars go to the rich um, since the start of COVID. And we pay $4.5 billion a year for our road accidents alone. I mean, think of that, $4.5 billion and all the suffering that that causes. The truth is we can't afford not to have uh, passenger rail in this country. Have you always had this type of strategy, James, where you do go out and, and glue yourself to pavements and roads or, or stop traffic and, in this case, um, vandalise um, offices? Has that always been the strategy or you've stepped that up in the past, say, 18 months? Personally, I um, I have... No, I, I've, I've tried many different things and we've had people um, with us who've been trying for years, decades, to to bring attention to these issues and they have not got the um, coverage that they deserve or that they that we need really in order for this action to be, for, for real government action to be taken. So that's why we're stepping up to these more extreme actions. We do understand that it's um, quite frightening for some people and that it is, you know, is quite extreme action, but it is all non-violent, peaceful action. And, you know, I know we're being called vandals at the moment, but it is, it was a stunt this morning and it is washable. And we did, just so your listeners know, we did um, let the, Officers know that we would have people come back and clean up the mess afterwards this afternoon. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware okay. of that. That hasn't been pointed out. Okay. Mm. So, James, you didn't actually take part physically uh, in this particular latest protest, but I'm presuming there was a planning committee is there with you guys and say, what's your next you know, point of attack? Is that right? You you endorsed what they did this morning? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in favour of what they did this morning. Yeah. I, I think that they, the, um, you know, we, we, we're trying to, bring attention to the issue and we're really trying to say to these ministers who have got the decision-making power, particularly Grant Robertson who's got the money, um, you know, your inaction is criminal neglect and the blood is on your hands. So Grant Robertson has said basically he has no problem with, you know, you're making your point but not in this way. You're going to lose supporters by this kind of activism. What do you say to that? Uh, I understand that he may think that, but it's not the truth. We, we may, we, you know, we know that it upsets people this kind of action, and people become angry with us. But we know that it actually garners more support for the um, for the issue itself. And it's a hugely pop- popular request that we're asking for. We're asking to restore passenger rail across the country back to 2,000 levels. So that's Auckland to Wellington, Tauranga, Rotorua, Invercargill, Dunedin, Christchurch, and Picton, and then across to um, Westport as well. So. You know, this, it's, a, it's a reasonable demand. It would really help to reduce our um, emissions. It would help to reduce the amount of cars we have to drive, the amount of flights we have to take. Um, and it would um, level inequality as well and give people a, a, a reasonable option for getting around the country without a car. James, I'm genuinely not being mischievous or, you know, trying to be um, facetious here, but where would you put uh, 
passenger rail in comparison to mental health, crime, health in general, education, poverty, homelessness? Ah, oh, you know, I think those are all extremely important issues, you know, and, and when you've just seen the government um, dish out money to the wealthy since the beginning of COVID, uh, like I said before, a trillion dollars um, has gone to the rich, uh, you know, since the beginning of COVID. You know, we, we should be able to find the money. We're, we're not a poor country. We should be able to find the money to do all of those things. And that, all the things you mentioned are extremely important to me. Um, and, and passenger rail is a small step, but it's one that it would do make a tangible difference to our emissions, not just um, more talk, but actually reducing emissions has to happen. You know, our supporters are terrified. They're hearing Sir David King say what we do in the next three or four years will determine the future of humanity. We're hearing David Attenborough um, say we're headed for societal collapse. We're hearing Antonio Guterres, UN uh, Secretary General, say that we are on a highway to hell with our foot on the accelerator. You know, when the UN is quoting ACDC, I think we know we're in trouble, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, well, you know, people are at their wit's end. That's why we know that this stuff is um, is drastic action to take, but we think it's appropriate for the situation that we're in. Do you, do you not fear that you are turning off the people that you need to be on your side, James? You need Middle New Zealand. You don't need to be preaching to, to the converted, as you say, you, your supporters. And I've seen the text come through, James, and there would be a lot of people that um, are very supportive of doing more things to, to limit climate change, but they see these sort of actions and it really turns them off. And those are the guys you need on your side. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know it does seem that way, but we know from, from history that there are many, many cases of um, groups that have taken extreme action and been hated in their time. I mean, Martin Luther King was the most hated man in, in America in his time. Now, I'm not comparing myself to him. Um, I'm just saying that there is a common thread that there is when, when people take these extreme actions to bring to raise the alarm and, and bring things to people people's attention. It's uncomfortable. People don't like it. People get angry about it. But it does lead to the changes that we need and that, that's where that's where I'm at personally in my life I've, I'm dedicating my life to this cause at this stage um, you know I'm taking the, the words of those experts seriously that we have a few years to turn things around and so I'm doing everything I can and uh, you know I, I am genuinely sorry to people that have been disrupted and inconvenienced by our actions but I I don't know what else to do you know James thank you very much mm. for putting your point of view across Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks, James. James Cockle, who is actually media liaison for Restore Passenger Rail, who were part of this activism.